into it, uh, the Shrews with Biscuits here with me, Alex Whiteley. Thank you for uh, joining us back, listeners. And today I've got a great show. We're talking a bit about charity today and what people are willing to do um, to sort of raise money for charity. We're talking more about putting your body on the line and... Um, it's something that I, I like raising money for charity. I have done before, but I'm not the fittest guy in the world. So during my time working with, with Lincoln Davis, got a chance to go is there, and uh, I got introduced to um, to you, Alan Lewis. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome uh, to the show. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for the welcome. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, and I love talking about things like this because um, uh, one of the things that I bring up quite a bit is, is the negative things that happened during... Uh, sort of the first lockdown and how disappointed I was with humanity you know uh, there's so many negative things going on and social media was a, an absolute mess but then you get reminded of the good faith people have community uh, and charity and things like this and this is why I love doing what I was doing with Pod Aid. this is why I really want to do it is just keep spreading that positivity it's really important right mm, absolutely yeah it was a it was tough there was a lot of negativity out there um, I guess you know, being a, a, a sporting event business, um, obviously we couldn't do any events yeah. uh, with our charity partners or with any of our partners because that space was closed down completely. But I guess the really good thing about the running and cycling community was people were allowed that hour a day to get out and continue their running and biking It was journey. everywhere, wasn't it? Everybody it was. was out there. It was yeah. lovely to see, you know, if you did have to get out of the house for an essential trip or you're out walking or whatever to see all the runners and bikers out there was really good for me because I realized that people didn't stop that and when lockdown was going to be lifted there'd be some appetite for people to get back in the game and and you know start running and cycling and coming to events and hopefully when they're at the events they can raise money for um you know the charity so yeah a lot of negativity but, but I, I was looking at the, the positive side thinking, that oh, is it, yeah. there's a lot of people running and biking. And this is what, I, with, with the biscuit, it's always been positive. Everything I do is positive, right? So um, it was really hard to, to stay positive, seeing all that, right? But then you get those reminders. You get those reminders like, you know, uh, the, the, the good things that could happen. I've just um, got uh, been listening to, uh, I love a band called Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, right? I love them. Um, Frank's great and he released a new album a few about a month ago and a lot of his songs are about lockdown and how sad he was and he's, I was just like I was listening to this thing and it's going to be one of those things that we listen back to uh, and just you know when it comes to lockdown and remember what it was like but anyway let's let's move on so you have a fitness business that makes that creates events right is that what you, that's yeah, what you do yeah essentially so um, the business is called Adrenaline Sporting Events the website is Adrenaline Sporting Events .co.uk that um, that platform consists of eight events in in the calendar year Um, and it is a a twist between running and cycling so we've got um, runs that start at 5k distance all the way up to 20k Um, and the the bike rides start at uh, sort of 50k and go up to um, probably about 115k or, wow. or um, around sort of 70, 80 miles. So um, there's something for everyone. Um, we, we offer um, in the running field, we offer trail running in a really nice private estate. 
um, just on the edge of Osestry. Um, so it's like it, getting off the paths <laughs> into the dirt tracks. Absolutely, there, so. yeah. So absolutely beautiful scenery um, just on the edge of Chirk um, in a beautiful private estate. And we partner up with the Movement Centre for that one. Uh, that's a running festival. It's called the Bryn Kinnelt Running Festival. It's got 5K, 10K and 20K. So it's got something for everyone. Yeah. And it's, you know, completely private. It's completely... I guess exclusive because that that private estate only open for runners one day a year, um, so that's a great offering. And then our other runs are on closed roads. So we've got Oswestry Ten K, which partner with Hope House. We've got Welshpool Ten K that again partner with Hope House, and then we've got um, the Shropshire Santa Run, which is our, our next event. Thinking about Christmas, um, and that's a five k fun, no timing, no pressure. It's on closed roads. Uh, you get a Santa suit as part of uh, the entry. Yeah. And uh, that helps raise money for Lingen Davis. So um, that's a running side. And then on the road, uh, cycling side, we've got um, a ladies only ride called Pedal Pushes. We've got um, Pedal the Borders with Lingen Davis. Pedal Pushes is with the Movement Centre. And our longest standing um, event across the board is um, the Midnight Ride. And that happens on the um, the longest day of the year, and it finishes at midnight. Wow! Uh, yeah, it's quite something quite different, and and it meanders across Powys and Shropshire, and we get back to Oswestry at midnight for a midnight buffet and a, a beer, uh, which is quite a nice concept. And then we've also got a mountain bike festival as well, um, that happens in the summer. I don't know where to start to unpack all that. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry. That, yeah. No, 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 that's light. Chucked that's it a, all at you at once. <laughs> that's fantastic. I mean, I heard a lot about Pedal the Borders because obviously I was working with Lincoln Davis and they were like, oh, God, this guy is doing this thing. Can you get him on the show? And I was just like, I am too busy. <laughs> you can't squeeze him in. <laughs> um, but no, um, this, this is why I've got you here is to talk about these things. Um, so how much money... Do uh, across the year with all your events, do you kind of raise for charity on, a, on an average? I mean, yeah. Not- so I, I think this year we're on um, around forty-two thousand pounds wow. for this year. Um, but I guess it's a, a mixture of helping um, the charities uh, get involved. So it's putting the platform on. Essentially, that's what I do. Mm. I mean, the good work. I, I make small contributions to to. Um, the charities um but obviously the charities then rely on the participants yeah to take up the challenge uh, physically but also um the challenge of, of fundraising so um i i guess the big one this year has been pedal the borders without any question um there's what a small... was that then for my listeners at home so pedal the borders is a, a ride that starts um from aco in Oswestry. it takes place in july um so in 2022 it's um, on the 17th of July, which is a Sunday. Um, and in 2022, we will have two uh, distances for riders to participate in. It's all road. It's on quiet roads as well. But they will have a 50k or a 100k ride to do. So, you know, the 50k is very achievable for, I would hope, most people. And uh, for the people that are already at that level but want to go a bit Maybe tougher... Then the hundred k um, is is on offer for them, so you know it's it's been quite a nice journey with pedal uh, pedal the borders because um, there was a, a working group um, formed um, probably now nearly two years ago um, that was formed with uh, 
Mark Harris from the business company. Mark was really, Mark really well. poorly. Yeah. yeah, Mark had a nice um, a nice ending to his journey with, with cancer because he come through and, and, and now he's fighting fit and doing really well. But Mark wanted to do something for Pedal of Borders, uh, for Lingen Davis. Yeah. And then I guess we designed Pedal of Borders to, um, to accommodate Mark's, um, I guess, vision, really. It was his sort of baby. Um, and then we we come together with Lingen Davis and before we knew it we had an event we had an event name we had an event brand and um, before we knew it we had the event there and then which was it was in July this year as it is in next and um, we had 116 riders come into Oswestry and we raised um, just over £35,000 at that day which was incredible for that amount of people um and it was really emotional and and you know touching because my mum had had her treatment at lingen davis mark had his uh treatment there and 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 got through it so um there was a lot of sunglasses moments to to hide (laughs) away the tears Uh, but it was an amazing day um and a huge shout out to mark harris and and dean as well both great Uh, dean came and spoke to us for for pod aid um uh, I, i love dean she's amazing and but um, when it comes to working with charities, I've, um, cancer was one thing um, that's been affected. It's, it affects everybody, right? I mean, it, it's affected 100%. my family, and yeah, um, I'm <laughs> I'm doing this thing soon. Um, Renard uh, Cosmetics uh, Company, cosmetics, permanent cosmetics. Um, they okay. they um, they're donating nipple tattoos for people that have had ladies that have had reconstructive surgery um and um they're so they're after models to do have a nipple tattooed on them and i'm i'm i think i'm going on tuesday for a skin test to have just a nipple randomly put on my body (laughs) because i I just like i think it's one of those continuous battles you've got to keep going haven't you yeah it's um you know even if it hasn't affected you personally it's definitely affected you you know sort of indirectly isn't it 100 percent. yeah and and it will if it hasn't already then it will in the future so, so it's nice to know you're doing something decent you know what i mean yeah you know. yeah but also you know there's the charity aspect there's um people's mental health yes there's health and well-being um there's team bonding yeah. um there's participations because the sponsors that generally get involved get free places uh for their staff so there's team bonding there's team morale there's the health and well-being of of the 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 people that participate the mental health uh, but the community as well, you know, we, we closed down seven miles of road um, three weeks ago at Oswestry 10K. Well, it stops the community in its tracks. People then become interested in what's going on because the town's closed. And they then come and support the runners, uh, which then creates a nice atmosphere that then showpieces um, the, the town in a nice way and mm-hmm. you know people see it and share it on social and it gathers quite a lot of pace and it, it does encourage people to get involved as well I keep saying I'm going to do the Shrewsbury 10k but I haven't done yet I mean, look at me I mean, I need to lose a bit of weight but my, my, my problem is is um, I will stand on a stage in front of thousands of people and hold a microphone and do whatever but I will not go out running <laughs> with yeah. cars driving past and I guess that's a general I'm not the only person I know there's a lot of people that 100% like, you know and I think you know when when you say that I completely get it yeah. I, I, I agree with you um, and I think that's why I've shaped adrenaline sporting events the way I have because if you like that town centre um, buzz and seeing people and are comfortable running down there 
uh, in front of hundreds, maybe thousands of people, then that's great. But what happens if you want to be part of something and you don't want that? Mm. And I think that's what Bring Kindle Running Festival offers because once you leave that start area, you're in the trees, you're in the woods, yeah, you're yeah. running along a river, you're going across a field, you're going down some single track, you're in your own um, so, comfort zone, yeah, yeah. you're in your own zone, uh, and, and you don't have to worry about all of that. So I think, you know, that's there for people to enjoy without those pressures. It's a bug as well, isn't it? I've got a friend, um, uh, Gareth uh, Williams, um, in Wrexham, and he does a lot of running. He literally is there every week. He's, he's got he's got like got to be at least a hundred medals now because he's doing a, like he's a, a on run. It. Every, he's like, and it is a bug. Like I feel like some people like they they do the first one, then they want to get another one, and they want to do another one, and they want to do another one. Is, is that true? Is that you see that a lot? hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's very addictive. I think you see all types of people coming in. Um, people that need that escape after work they want their little you know um their little buzz their little own sort of time space outside of work outside of home it's just their little sort of bit of time to digest what's gone on in the day or in the week so it's very addictive um but i think everybody's got to start somewhere mm. um whether you're an elite runner we have commonwealth games runners coming to our events um, so they're at the Go height later, of the guys. sport. Yeah. <laughs> see you later, guys. See you at the end. <laughs> they're zoomed off, and, and, and that's great. We love having them. But I think the biggest, um, sometimes the biggest satisfaction for me is, um, is you know, the general um, running or biking community, all the people that are just starting out on their little journey. You know, we had a lady at Oswestry 10K. she come bowling around the corner. Um she was she was actually last, but she gave me the biggest hug and she said, I've got a personal best, I've got a PB. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's great. You know, the, the winner didn't give me a hug, but the lady at the at the back who had had a great that, day did. There's something really cool though about that. Somebody that, everybody's racing their own race, that personal 100%. best, that PB. And I, I love that. And yeah. it was kind of like marathon season with the Great North Run and the, the London Marathon. They kind of all happened around the same time. And I, I had a lot of friends uh, that were running um, in, in certain races across the country and stuff. And seeing the, the joy and being there, being part of this event and then finishing it and stuff, it was really nice. It's um, brilliant, isn't it? I'm kind of jealous of that, really. Absolutely. And, and you're dead right. Everybody's on their own little journey of time. You know, 10K is 10K, whether you do it in 32 minutes as mm. the winner or whether you do it in one hour, you know, in, in, in near the back of the pack. It doesn't matter. Mm. You know, they're all on their own little challenge. And it's nice to be part of that sort of group as well. I mean, I remember sitting in house coffee, right? So what I tend to do is I like to be um, socially unsociable, right? So I like to turn it to a coffee shop with a cat with a, a, a laptop, headphones, and I'll just sit there and edit, right? Sometimes I can be in a coffee shop for like two and a half hours, right? It's crazy, but I'm doing all, uh, all sorts. And a coffee shop can fill up and empty and fill up and empty. And I remember going to Shrewsbury Coffee House. Um, uh, no, it was house coffee, actually. It's house coffee in Colum. And I sat there, it's quiet. And then I'm, I'm zoned in, I look up, and there's literally like 30 runners. <laughs> After the park in. run on yeah, a yeah, Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They, they were just everywhere. And I was just like, oh, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. But it's a good community. Yeah. A great community. Well, you know, you can see that that is being created, but also you'll see people, that's their catch-up time. They might not see anybody yeah. else in the week. 
but they know they're going to see him at Parkrun on the Saturday mm. morning. And we've seen it at Oswestry 10K and some of the bike rides where, you know, we heard conversations like, God, I haven't seen you for nearly two years. You know, I've missed this. Mm. Uh, I've wondered how you've been getting on, if you're okay and whatever. Now there's an event there. Obviously, there's a connection, a community, there's catch-up time, old friends, new friends. They, it's so important, I think, but I guess I'm going to say that, but I do really think <laughs> it. I mean, you've got to be on the inside, I guess. I mean, me looking on the outside and kind of like, oh, but like, I guess it's easy to step into it. Like, the Shrewsbury Shufflers, you know, they're either they're a great group of, group of people, yeah. and yeah. you know, um, a big big shout out to Ron Morgan, of course, he started that. Um, um, where, okay, so let's start from the very beginning with with adrenaline. Okay, yeah. Where does it begin for you? Where do you think? Where do where do, where are you at the point where you're like, I could do this as a business? How does that begin? Well, for for me personally, so sport has been always you know, probably at the top of the, um, you know, Your priorities in top life. Top of the priorities in life. Yeah, exactly. So if I was playing football locally in, in Shropshire or racing triathlon in Beijing or New Zealand or in So you Europe, travelled with this thing? Then, so I, I travelled as, a, as a, a participant, as an athlete, whatever you want to call me. Um, I represented Great Britain in triathlon. Oh, I'm definitely an athlete, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, I guess what I realised, I'm now 45, but what I realised probably in, you know, the sort of early to mid-30s that my time racing was coming to an end um, and I wanted to do something that was a little bit different. So then we, we or I started the Midnight Ride and that was seven years ago. Um, for So for the first um, five years of kind of the business as it were it was 100% for charity mm-hmm. and then it's only been in the last two years that we've changed the model to very charity sort of focused and connected but as a as a business as well because what we needed to do we needed to invest in a brand we needed to invest in our identity we needed to invest in infrastructure you know websites and a whole load of stuff, but we didn't want to take the charity connection away. So, you know, for many years it was 100% charity, and then we changed the model um, slightly um, to do the job better. You've got to invest in in something to make Absolutely. it. Absolutely, and this is the same I have with the business uh, with the biscuits. So the biscuits are registered CIC, right? So I said, oh, let's make a company, let's make some money. Uh, to this day, uh, since we have become a CIC, we have made zero. <laughs> pounds because i won't go out and chase it and i should do really mm. i should you know the sponsorships and things like that. i should definitely chase it but i'm kind of like i hate asking people for things you know it is difficult i mean I'm, i must admit without any of my sponsors um it wouldn't be possible because closing down seven miles a road for a 10k is not a cheap exercise traffic management company. Say, how do you do that how do you close a road well it's a little bit twofold you work with the local authority mm-hmm. so in in obviously um Oswestry 10k case and Shropshire Sand to run it's Shropshire Council um, one of their terms and conditions is you need a traffic management company to partner uh, with um, because they have large insurance policies uh, so on and so forth uh, but when you're closing something like seven miles of road down you know you are telling all the residents about it two weeks before you're putting signage up two weeks before so you know we could potentially on a 10k run put 60 signs down 30 of which are up 14 days before so it's all a bit boring but 
that all costs money and, and without good sponsors, without good partners, without good backing, I can't do my job. So, you know, no sponsors, no events um, and no sponsors, no events equals no money raised for charity. So it's it's a very, it's a collective of so many different bits that make it happen. And I guess it all gels together, you know, for the event and hopefully it becomes a success and everyone has a good time. So do you think with every single event that you do, um, the next event could be better because you probably take a small, small slice of that to put towards the next event? Does that make sense? It's sort of yeah. avalanches downhill. Well, yeah, there's, there's always improvements to be made. I always have a debrief at the end of each event and then we start planning, you mm-hmm. know, for the following year. So the mountain bike um, event, which is called Valley Burner, if we use that as an example, Valley Burner uh, was one day in 2021 and in 2022 it's going to be two days and it will be a mountain bike festival uh, with pedal aborders. Um, we had parking um, right on site where the start and finish was. Next year we won't. We will have a you know, an area where we'll have live music, we'll have food, we'll have um, some some things going on, activities going on for people waiting for their riders to come back. So they'll park up the road and we will make um, the start and finish at ACO a, a, you know, a nice offering rather than something that's just kind of in and out and, and, and away you go. So, you know, each event has improvements all the time. It never stops and you know it's good to hear good yeah to hear. you can't stand still can you no I mean, no no no. if no, you no. want to keep your audience then i guess the challenge is, is making these improvements and stuff this is the this is what i'm having to do at the moment with the biscuit i'm having to rebuild my team um you know to make things fresh, fresh yeah a little bit you know um because i i would quite happily sit here and chat all day every day and just do exactly the same thing but you know you've got to you got to adapt haven't you i'm speaking to aco at the moment we're i'm going to go and see them and see what they're doing and get them on the show because even though it's Oslo street way the shrewsby biscuit is dedicated to sort of shropshire as well do you know yeah. what I mean? so we like to venture out and um i i like the idea of um here we go who goes with his ideas again but um uh saying come to see pedal the borders next year yeah as if uh we come and we just i don't know bring some cameras or something set at the start finish yeah and we set up a biscuit team and we send a rider <laughs> to, yeah. to represent yeah. the biscuit and maybe give them get them a gopro thing and then yeah. we can put like a vlog together that'd, that'd be great yeah and then that way you could you can interact with the riders you can mm. see um how their journey has has evolved you know from them maybe following a training plan mm. 12 15 weeks um out all the way through to seeing them crossing the line and getting a, a finishes medal. And, you do that in and, summer, and the, right? Yeah, yeah, it's on the 17th of uh, July in 2022. Yeah, so be a, a Sunday morning, early start. Uh, we'll get the 100k riders out first and then the 50k uh, riders will follow. Meaning that hopefully they kind of come back at roughly the same time and mm. there'll be food on. As I said, there'll be drinks, there'll be some live music. So that's the way that event has evolved. Uh, this year it was just a 100k ride with with a bit going on at the end but not too much you know next year it'll be 50k <laughs> and 100k but with a lot more going on I'm laughing because you, what you're saying is remarkable and I love it but I'm thinking like, I'm going to put an advert like, can you can you cycle 100k <laughs> do you want to for the biscuit uh, you'd be surprised you know it's what is it 60 63 mile or something mm. um, you know there's two food stops in that so they get supported along the way um we've got full mechanical and medical support that moves around with the riders and then they get their two pit stops toilet 
you know, uh, drinks and, and food. So they're not just left to their own devices. Um, you know, it's all signposted. Um, so when they are fatigued, they don't need to, you know, worry about stuff. So Well, consider my eyebrow eyebrow well and truly raised and uh, we'll definitely... Um definitely support you with that i think yeah i'd love, no, to, be, I'd love to get it'd involved. be brilliant i'm sure the guys at lingen would love you to to come along as well oh yeah they love me at lingen davis and i love them too it's mutual <laughs> i've just been today you're going later on yeah they're doing a promo video and um there's mark there from reach how's it going mark you're right and they were recording little bits that people are going to put together and i got to say my thing which is nice yeah nice including the stuff like that absolutely it is absolutely mm. yeah, yeah um great. What are the challenges then for you? Because this all sounds all gravy and stuff, but obviously it's not. It can't be easy doing what you do, running so many events with so many issues, so many problems. What do you find the hardest to deal with? Oh, that's a, a good question. I guess because I work alone, I'm I'm um, I guess you're looked at as a potentially as an expert in all fields to the business and the and the business is marketing social media <laughs> it's uh, event management it's you know grouping up volunteers it's supply chain of medals it's you know designing and 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 um going to production of gantries and stuff i i would say my biggest challenge is um doing well, all of them in a in a, a really high standard, but uh, social media is a real challenge for me. Amen. Um, Amen. Yeah, because it it never stops, and your audience always wants to see what you're up to. Um, so I guess it's that creativity on social that's a real challenge. And because I've got, you know, essentially four different disciplines of sport across eight events, keeping that relevant and keeping it interesting is 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 sometimes quite a challenge, but. I live off the buzz. Uh, I live and breathe it seven days a week. You know, event weekends are, I'm normally on the road three o'clock in the morning, putting signs up, um, you know, all the way through to when everyone's gone and I'm walking around with a black bin bag, picking up litter. You know, it is, it's everything. It's everything really. I mean, I've, I've interviewed event organizers, organizers for years, you know, and this is, this is, one thing you always find interesting when people create events and things and one of the one of the nicest things i saw was um at, um Myla smiles right beth heath created the, the Myla smiles in shrewsbury and um i saw her everywhere walking up and down shrewsbury she was always had a phone on her to her head and she was constantly like running on, around on, right and there was a scene there's this moment where there was a band playing and i just stopped watched her stood and watching and taken in just for a few minutes and I, I thought it was one of the most beautiful things I ever saw because it can't be easy to run an event and is that the same for you do you have those moments where you just you stop do. for a second I made this um I think when I do stop and I re reflect um in the moment it, it I, I get very emotional um so for me I I keep the accelerator down and I don't really take it in too much and it, it probably it takes probably two three maybe a maximum of four days to have a true reflection and a, a, a true sort of feel for it so I think on the day I'm you know crazy busy we've normally got you know on a 10k closed road I've got 80 people to try and manage you know from St John's having 25 people through to 
um, you know, the lead car with the clock on the roof, <laughs> through to moving marshals on bikes, through to marshals being on the end of every street or at the end of every corner. So there's so much to think about all the way through to the MC on the mic, through to the, you know, the, the, the timing chip people. There's just so many little increments of, you know, the jigsaw, I guess, that just it just keep you on your and then toes. When there's an issue, they're like, Alan. Yeah, the phone is um, <laughs> the phone's non-stop, and um, you know it's just a bit mental, really. It's uh, I imagine, but it's all good. And I, I got a little. T what's this? Adrenaline. Oh, so I bought you a little gift. Ah, uh, yes, right. Okay. I, so. I didn't present it at the start, but um, adrenaline we, ale. Yeah, so we do. You know, again, sort of just stopping you in your tracks, but. We um we do a little collab with um the Stonehouse Brewery in Oswestry, Street. So sometimes at the end of a bike ride, if the riders have been uh, pretty nice and pretty good, we give them an adrenaline ale, uh, which is obviously made and produced in Oswestry, um, which is quite nice. That's lovely. You know, yeah, you it's so good much. fun. So you can have a have a brew tonight. And, I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy that during the radio tonight. Actually, I will. I'll, uh, take it, like, yeah. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give uh, adrenaline ale and uh, Stonehouse Brewery a shout out on the radio tonight. If you guys are interested in the radio station, I, I, I do a show <laughs> called Naughty Talk every yeah. every Thursday at seven pm. That's really cool. So you, this is this is proof though. This you know you, you made this ale that you you look always looking for new things. Yeah. To sort of not just promote what you do, but it's just fun to do, right? It is fun to do. You know, we um, we had the the medals at Oswestry Ten K this year. I'll show you one here. Sorry for the banging. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Um, you know, they are relevant to the community. They are, um, you know, they're, they're, they're where we live and, and, and what we represent. So this Oswestry 10K medal is a, wow. a, a Wilfred Owen um, That's fantastic. medal. Um, so, again, like And everyone say, gets this that participates. Yeah, so we try and keep it fun. We try and keep it relevant to the community that we represent. I want to come and get, win one of these medals because yeah. they're fantastic. Yeah, That's amazing. So we, we just, you know, there's no I'll, right I'll or wrong and there's no, um, I guess there's no, there's no big marketing plan uh, for, for, for what we do. We just try and keep it relevant, fun, get the charities involved, get people along and uh, have a bit of fun. As we go, you know. We were taking promo shots as we were doing this. This is how clever we are, you know. <laughs> we're doing stuff while we're doing stuff. Proper you know? high-tech stuff. Yeah. Let's see if I can get you in the background, Alan. Do you have an event, business or promotion that needs advertising? Well, the Shrewsbury Biscuit is here for you. With listeners local, nationwide, even worldwide, we have the perfect place to get the word out. And the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast is a registered CIC, so you'd be helping us while we help you. Drop us a line at shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com and speak to us today. The Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, the voice of Shrewsbury. <laughs> kind of blurry. <laughs> so Hopefully that's me, not the beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, when do you rest? What do you do to sort of focus away from this? Because sometimes you've got to just switch off, haven't you? Well, you know what the answer is going to be. I you either go, for, go a for a run or, <laughs> you know, I go and hit myself on my bike, uh, put some music on, go and hit the woods on my mountain bike or go and hit the, the you know, the quiet valleys or lanes on the road bike. Um, so it, I guess my time now will come because we've got the Shropshire Sand to run on the 5th of December. 
and then we have a respite then until the 27th of March, which is the Welsh Pool 10K. Okay. So I do, you know, have that off season as you would as a runner or a biker, just to to calm things down a bit. So pretty chilled then. Uh, but again, it's um, it's ensuring that the sponsors stay with us for next year. Yeah, of course. It's ensuring that their staff get signed up to the events. Um, so even though it's the off season, it's a bit more chilled, but that's when the planning starts. So we get our licenses with UK Athletics. We get our licenses with British Cycling, Welsh Athletics. So we start lining all the ducks up and um, then it's all about filling the places, isn't it? You know, we need then to to, to fill the places, to, to fill the events up. So the pressures are different mm. um, and, and the timeline of those pressures are different. But, you know, it goes from setting them up, getting the dates out there, opening entries up all the way through to thinking, hey, we need a thousand runners. We need 200 bike riders. We need, you know, X, Y and Z. So... Did you see that thing in the, in the news recently about um, there was a runner who signed up for a 10K, ran the marathon by accident and won it or something? And he got... <laughs> got disqualified. Got disqualified. Guy, yeah. Did you see... What, did you, what were your thoughts on that? Because everybody was kind of like, well, give the guy his medal. He got his medal taken off and everything. It was bad. I think the thing is, it's, um, it's really, really difficult when you operate, um, you know, I, I guess a, a high standard event yeah and that event has got terms and conditions and it's got um things potentially that are governed by uk athletics okay then it's really difficult i felt for the guy but his time uh will stand on his strava or or on his um you know on his own data so he's got his own pb there. he's got his own pb or whatever it is that he achieved but i guess you got to look maybe a bit a bit further because the guy that did enter that race the guy that did uh you know comply with all the terms and conditions and the event um you know regulations he might feel put out because he would have won that race had this so man is not been like, right is it definitely like price tiers for different races then is that a result is like, you got to raise so much haven't you to be able to take part is that how it works oh. um no, I I just think he entered a 10K mm. and it would have got to the point where it was left for 10K right for the half marathon. <laughs> he got he got confused and turned right instead of left, ended up winning the way that he went. <laughs> but obviously that deprived the person that absolutely entered that event. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, I was gutted for the guy because I've, you know, I've taken wrong turns at events and it is heartbreaking, but terms and conditions and, and the rules are there for everybody to adhere to and is that something people look to you towards sometimes when it comes to the for rules for the guidance yeah, yeah absolutely rules, regulations and stuff. rules regulations signage uh, having it marshaled properly um, but also you do put a bit of onus on on the athlete arriving with everything in line you know so I guess did you read the email kind of exactly 100% you know we we send emails out probably you know several times leading up to the event the final one on the Tuesday uh, you know the events on the Sunday it's all detailed in there from parking to toilets to you know your bib we even provide sort of um, like pins for race numbers so oh, wow they're cool yeah they're, they're pretty cool they're Little recycled poppers. recycled plastic they can use them several times that they can live with them on their journey but you know we try to simplify things as much as possible but we 
you know, we do rely on people reading the emails before they arrive, you know. I think what you do is fantastic because, uh, you know, when it comes to like, I love music. I can't sing or play an instrument. I love, so I, I appreciate artists that go out there and do, when it comes to fitness and, and, yeah. uh, and sports and things. I mean, I, I, at one time I was very fit and healthy, but like I appreciate what you guys are doing and what you're encouraging people to do as well because I feel like you, not only are you raising this amazing amount of money for charity, but you're setting people up to challenge themselves and to improve their lives. And I imagine you've seen people come from the very beginning, you know, couch to 5K, whatever it is, yeah. right through to running marathons maybe even, you know, and this, you are accommodating that. So I think it's great. What yeah, it's a nice feeling seeing someone that, potentially might come on that 5k and then next year they're doing the 10k mm. and then the year after they're doing a long bike ride you know you are part of that journey and you know it's not then it's not about business it's just about being you know there and 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 setting up something that's fun enjoyable and mm. and, and you can see people growing you know i've seen people that arrive at an event really you know not confident not outgoing and you see them two hours later, you know, they're in the middle, they're having laughs and jokes. You see them develop and grow, and that's that's as rewarding as anything, you know. And then you see people, like, dre- come up dressed up like Bert and Ernie or... <laughs> we had know. a minion at Oswald Street 10K. Minion. Did you? <laughs> he came flying around the corner. He wasn't just dressed in a minion suit. He was flying along, and that just cracked <laughs> me up, you know. I hadn't seen him at the start. I mean, we got nearly a 1,000 runners there. And then um, at about 9K, I was up on my bike just checking that the marshals and um, the runners were all, everything was flowing nicely. And this minion comes flying around the corner, uh, a guy from Wrexham. Um, brilliant. Yeah. And that's all part of it. Mm. Good stuff. Really good stuff. So what what did you say is your next event? So Shropshire Santa Run. Um, mm. That's a 5K run. Uh, children from 11 years up can do it. They can do it with mum and dad. They get a five-piece Santa suit. Uh, it's on closed roads. It's um, fully marshalled. Um, it's you know fully uh, covered with medical cover. Uh, there's no timing on that one, so there's What's no the pressures. Fifth of December. 5th yeah. December. So yeah, Santa suits are already starting to go out. So just under a month to go, they can obviously sign up on adrenalinesportandevents.co.uk. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, as many Santas as possible and. Painting the streets of Oswald Street red. We might, we might be, I think I'll definitely uh, take you up on that because uh, Timmy, my lad, he's six. He did the uh, the Elf run, um, the Elf dash. Yeah, I'd love to stay. He did that, and he's actually the the poster boy for the, ah, the website. Oh, sweet! And so the picture that they've got on the website is Timmy and his little elf. Yeah, yeah. Was, well, they're um, the week before me. The guys that mm. love to stay. So they they're on the twenty eighth of mm. uh, November this year. It's a good point, actually, that we bring it up. Uh, is is do you work well with other companies and, and you know you've got rival yeah. marathons and things like that? Absolutely, guys? yeah. So we got Simon at Shrewsbury Ten K, Joe mm. at um, Shrewsbury Half Marathon. We got the guys that love to stay that do events. Um, you know, we got the guys just over the border in Wales. I think there's just a nice bit of common ground there. You know, if you're going to set your date up, give the other guys a heads up so there's no clashing. Um, so Joe at Shrewsbury Half Marathon is normally um, he's the week before me so Shrewsbury Half Marathon is also in October Oswestry 10k is normally a week after Joe so yeah it's um, yeah we're rivals yeah we're all looking for participants we're all looking for you know as good of uh, an attendance as we can get but 
there's a bit of common ground. But I guess there's people that want to put an X on that calendar and achieve, achieve every single thing they can across yeah. the county, right? So yeah, you know, even in Wales. You know. I guess the good thing is five and ten k. If you've done a long run the week before, you can still do the shorter runs the week after. Um, so that's quite good. It's quite inclusive. Uh, what advice would you give to someone a bit like me, a bit of a gut, doesn't really do much running, uh, maybe quit smoking or is trying to change something in their life or what have you, uh, from uh, the moment that you know, couch to 5K sort of advice would you give people? Sort of? I think it's all about baby steps, small steps often. Um, I, I think, you know, take the watch off, don't worry about time, don't worry about distance and just trot along. You know, it, it, it's baby steps. Um and, and, and grow and, um, you know, develop yourself just gradually. You know, you don't need to go zero to 10K in two weeks. You know, <laughs> build it up slowly, you know. Just add five minutes on a week onto your long run, little and often. I, th- I love that saying, little and, little often. and often. You know, you don't need to, to go out start smashing yourself to bits and hurting yourself. Um, little and often and use soft ground. You know, if you are a little bit older, um, don't smash the pavements. You know, if there's a, a playing field or a park, you know, rest your joints, look after them, uh, and, and in return, they'll look after you. That's one thing I've thought about here is uh, we've got the golf course just around the corner yeah. there. Just run that. Um, Absolutely. Because um, I always, it always sounds like an excuse, but I really badly broke my ankle a few years ago playing football. Right. Still scored a hat-trick after I broke it. And then I went to a and in the night because I was like, ah! But um, I, I still feel it, especially yeah. in the cold, right? If I'm on the... Yeah, so yeah. when I used to go to the gym and I was fit, guys, I used to do 5K a day, right? I'd run on a slight incline, yeah. right? Just to help the ankle get through. And, get stronger. Yeah. Um, but I really do want to get up to it, but it's just motivating. It's the motivation. I need Little it. and often. And, and finding that event, you mm. know, whether it's with me or with another provider, just finding that event that works for you you know whether you do need to go on that off-road run that you don't feel self-conscious and you can just disappear across the fields and into the woods um just finding something that fits fits would you chase me around with an electric cattle prod (laughs) i'm not sure what welsh athletics would say we can give you a tap tap with a stick but i think the thing is it's just it's got to be fun it's got to be relevant to where you are and and you've everyone's so busy so you just got to fit it in where you can but it is important to look after yourself it is yeah I think you're fantastic and you're welcome back on anytime if you've got an event that you're building up and you want to come and chat to me we are trying to work out uh, maybe a studio at some point. Um, we, so there are things in the pipeline. In so the pipeline. Uh, we're, we're in my apartment again. This is like the second time I think I've recorded in my apartment. It's just, it's just quite cool. And I've got um, Stuart Goodwin as well, a good actor friend of mine coming around in a sec as well. So um, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Is there anybody, anybody you want to say hi to? Just all the sponsors, all the charity partners, all the participants, all the volunteers, St. John's Ambulance. You know, it's a massive collective of all all of those uh, people so I wouldn't be sitting here um, they're the guys that prop me up you know I'm at the front uh, but without all of them I certainly wouldn't be here so it's uh, sponsors charity partners participants St John's Ambulance uh, the marshals uh, the helpers the volunteers so everybody um, I want to give a shout out to Helen Knight for setting this up because um, Helen, she yeah. introduced us uh, from Lingen Davis as well and she works at the Movement Centre. Uh, uh, apologies as well because uh, there's a couple of weeks, a few, God, about six weeks ago, uh, we were going to do an interview with, with the, uh, Curtis from the Movement Centre 
I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And then, you know, our schedules go. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't quite get it there. So, but uh, the movement center, I'm coming towards you, mate. I'm yeah. Sure get ready. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have a good chat with Curtis. He's um, he's another good guy, like yeah. Helen. Yeah. Like all of the the, the charity fundraisers, um, good people, good fun, and they're in it for the right reasons. So, um, listeners, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, "Ah, oh, I could do with uh, I could do with uh, getting out there," and well, if there are opportunities coming, so go to Adrenaline Sports Sporting Events. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, uk. So. Santa runs next up. Get your five k uh, <laughs> trainers on and get your your Santa suit, and then that'll be followed uh, in the new year with Welsh Pool ten k, and then really we're we're full flow then, you know, with mountain biking, road cycling, uh, road running, um, trail running. So yeah, hook us up, and uh, hopefully we'll catch you soon. All right, me amazing. Thank you so much yeah, for chatting. Yeah, my to pleasure. Me. Thanks um, for the invite, and we will catch you guys next time. Perfect. Peace out. Thank you very much. Hello listeners and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. There is so much you can get involved with the the show. Uh, We have our YouTube Vintage Biscuit. They're released every Sunday and they are classic episodes of the Shrewsbury Biscuit. We've been going for over 300 episodes and we thought we would utilise youtube in a way that we never have before by releasing those classic episodes every sunday if you subscribe to the shrewsbury biscuit podcast youtube channel you'll and hit that bell button at the top you'll be notified every time there's a new episode released you can also follow the shrewsbury biscuit podcast on instagram you can follow us on facebook and on twitter as well i'm not brilliant on twitter but instagram and facebook is definitely where it's at and you'll get all the uh all the gossip, where we are, what we've been up to, great pictures, uh, episode art, you'll be told when uh, episodes are released, and you'll get the links there as well. You can listen to the show on Spotify, iTunes, and you can listen to us on Podbean. You can even tell Alexa, Siri, or Google Home to play an episode of The Shoes with Biscuit, and it will do as it's told. And finally, check out our website, which is www.theshrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. And that's made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. If you need a website, make sure you check out Web at Orchard and they will make you a fantastic website that looks just as cool as ours, if not cooler, because they are brilliant at what they do. Right. Thank you for listening to this episode and we'll catch you next time. Peace out, guys. <laughs> <laughs>